What's up, my fellow Kingdom Ambassadors? What's good? What's popping? What's going on in between, underneath, above, in all that good stuff? Welcome to another week episode of Women of War. Let me tell you something. Grab your snacks, grab your drinks, grab your headphones, grab your laptop. My friend, eh, prepare yourself for this week. This episode is about to go down. Let's get it. You can't do it without God. 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 Follow him. Follow him. Follow him. All you need is a mustard seed. Yeah, yeah. Then you will be living out your dreams. Yeah, yeah. Follow him. Follow him. Follow him. Yeah, yeah. Spiritual fighters, women of war. Spiritual fighters, women of war. Sis, you ever just wanted to wear the outfit, wanted to crack that joke, wanted to go to, over there, but you just be like, God, you know I'm your baby, but I don't want to go out there and they call me a hypocrite or they judge me. Well, Women of War is a podcast created for you, where you can truly be yourself, crack that joke, honey, laugh out loud and truly be authentically you, goofy and all. Because you know what? With everything that you are and done, God already knew that before he created you. So there's no need to hide pieces of yourself. Be authentically you because nobody can reach the people that you can reach. But you, exactly just the way you are thuggish, girly, tomboy, whatever it is that you are, you're welcome here. Alright, let's stop it. So, one quick question for you today. You gave all you gave. You gave your whole self to people. You gave everything that you had to give today. But can I ask you a question? How intentional were you in your giving? How intentional were you from the moment you woke up? How intentional were you with the interaction that you had? How intentional were you about being intentional about yourself? Because a part of this intentional growth is being mindful of, yes, being there for others, but also being there for yourself. So in this segment, we're going to talk about just that, our intentional moment of the day. So the things that I have been intentional about this week is first and foremost, um, having outward expression conversations outside of prayer, having outward conversations with the God and expressing myself in a way. It has been hard for me to like express what I'm feeling inward outward. So I'm working on that because I feel like the more I work on that with God, the more I can be able to explain myself to other people like y'all. Excuse me. Number two is being intentional about um, 
allowing myself to feel what I'm feeling, process what I'm feeling, take it to God and ask him why I'm feeling this. Number three, listening to my spirit, my spirit discernment. Taking, <laughs> stop collecting these red flags like it's a hobby, okay? Stop collecting these red flags like it's a game, okay? Red means stop. <laughs> so, I am working on stopping when I see red flags and not proceeding. Um, so, yeah, that's that has been my intentional moments of this week. Praying, expressing myself outwardly, um, listening to my spirit, stopping at the red flag and not trying to push go because of potential. Um, but yeah, what about you, Pooh? Let me know down below. I don't know why I tend to sing out of the blue. But yeah. Oh, and one last thing. I've also been working on not talking too fast. So I am not stumbling over my words and stuttering. Because I did not grow up stuttering. I've never had like a, a talking issue, a speaking issue. I feel like that only grew because I, I, I started talking so fast. Because my native language, I talk fast in that. So I just translated that into English. And then the multiple accents that pop out make me even talk even faster. So my goal now is to pause. Speak. And if I'm starting over something, stop. Breathe. And then continue. Because I know <laughs> I'm going to be a motivational speaker. And I need to get that in water. So, yeah. I'm going to stop by Tokyo Euro. <laughs> so, you know it can be crazy out there. You know how it gets when you get frustrated, when you feel like nobody's listening to you, when you feel like nobody wants to hear what you're saying? It is a crazy world out here. And you know what I like to do? to check in so right here is when we do our mental check-in because why mentally your mental is the most important thing ever because how you think is what comes out in real in reality so let's check in all right so my mental check-in for this week um was up and down um some days it was really really good some days i really just wanted to check out but you know we are <laughs> adulting <laughs> so good or bad you just push through but um i'll be honest and say that it's up and down for me this week um it's more so not because anything um not well i it's been just a mental thing for me, um, and emotional, emotional and being emotional and my mental. So that has been it, but my peace still has not been shaken. Um, my peace is consistent. My joy is consistent. My interior stuff are consistent. It's just the exterior things like feelings and stuff that is like, mm, in my mental, but I like, Okay, so if I was judging on a scale of 1 to 10, I would say it was... The lowest it was was a 4. 
the highest it is is a seven and a half eight so how is <laughs> how is your mental what's going on with you let me know in the comments below yes it's a commercial it's a commercial because y'all better come get one of these y'all better come get one of these okay so first thing first you guys know i have a youtube channel what you may not know is i have two youtube channels one is beautifully yasmin beautifully yasmin where you can go and watch regular videos like pranks cooking videos um what else it's a plethora of things going on over there. and my other channel my new baby beautifully yas me which is y-a-s-m-e y-a-s-m-e you can go over there to go watch reaction videos to movies animes reality shows name it we getting it all right and also you guys know that i have a clothing company um now to be able to see what I have going on over there, you can go to KingdomAmbassador.co on Instagram and on Facebook. Again, that is KingdomAmbassador.co on Instagram and what? On Facebook. There's so much more to come. I will have my website back up short, soon, shortly. Just give me a little moment. And there's going to be some new cute stuff happening over there. Now, in the meantime of us waiting for my new lunch or, or however God is going to work that out, on that, you Instagram, I am doing Christian Rants of the Week. Now, if you don't know about it, then you are missing it out. Christian Rants of the Week is basically where I give you a little snackity, okay? A little, just a little taste for your week so you can continue on to your the rest of your week from God, okay? It's like a little ice cream from God. When we talk about God and we talk about it in a me way. I don't know how, to, just a me way. So if you are interested in that, make sure you go ahead and follow kingdomambassador.co. And that should be, that should not be foreign to y'all because that's what I call you guys, my kingdom ambassadors. Because we are heavenly ambassadors. So again, that's kingdomambassador.co. And anything else you need to know, go to my Instagram, beautifullyyasmin to follow everything else that's going on over there and you will stay up to date with whatever i have going on in my life outside of that let's go ahead and get right into this what this cushiones let's get it all right what's up my fellow kingdom ambassadors welcome back to another episode of women of war with pastor brennan um, you guys have heard him last season for my season finale, but this year he's back again, or this season he's back again for another powerful episode. Um, as you have already read the title of the episode, let's go ahead on and hop into this conversation. Um, Pastor Brennan, so when you think of being intentionally purpose, intentionally purposeful, how do you, what comes to mind when it comes to that? topic yeah well first of all thank you for having me back i'm always excited to have these spiritual conversations with you <laughs> so um thank you when, when when i think of being intentional mm -hmm. 
I think of doing something on purpose, Me- meaning I'm, I'm deliberate. There are, there are steps, there's a process, there's thinking, mm-hmm. uh, 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 the thoughts behind it. And so it's not haphazard. It's not um, a whim or accidental. It's something that I am strategizing for, planning for, preparing for is deliberate and on purpose. Mm. You you might recall when you were a kid and, and uh, you may have um, accidentally knocked uh, a vase over and the vase fell to the floor and it mm-hmm. broke. Your parent would come in and say, what did you do? And you say, I didn't do that on purpose. It, it was an accident. You didn't intend to do it, but mm-hmm. it happened. Well, spiritually, I believe that our greater progress is made when we plan for and have thought, take thought in relation to whatever it is we want to do spiritually so that when it happens, it doesn't happen by accident, it happens on purpose. I also believe that that's, that comes from God. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we weren't, we weren't accidental. We weren't an afterthought. We weren't a mistake. God was intentional about creating us. And this past Saturday, our lead pastor, Unique, had a, a powerful point in his message that resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, used that text, um, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. Mm-hmm. And he talked about having a God having conversations with us, you know, before we were even formed in our mother's womb, meaning that in in our creation, in our uh, coming into existence, mm-hmm. God was intentional. He, he, he brought us into, into being on purpose and he had a plan and a process related to us. And our quest in life is to connect with that purpose and to be intentional about the steps we take to carry out that purpose. Mm. Okay. So you mentioned, so you feel like being purposeful is being mindful of Known first is I feel like first is to be purposeful intentionally is to first know your purpose to be able to make intentional decisions to fulfill that purpose. So now, how do you know your purpose? I think purpose is often revealed in contemplation and and reflection. I believe for a person to understand and know what their purpose is, it takes some thought. The second thing I believe in relation to purpose is generally our purpose is tied into a thing that builds us up, a thing that energizes us, a thing that speaks to us, a thing that motivates us. And so our purpose is often closely connected to a thing we enjoy. I believe that discovering your purpose is often found in being reflective and thoughtful and then determining what is it that I really like doing. I think we're created and we're wired a certain way to, to be effective in particular parts of life. And when we discover what our passion is, what mm-hmm. enjoy doing, what, um, what energizes us, what floats our boat, what, what gets us up in the morning. I, I recall on one occasion, um, I, was, I was invited to speak for an event. Mm-hmm. went to speak for the event and when I was done you know I was I was headed to my car and uh 
the organizer of the event said, wait, 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 Mr. Francois, don't leave. We didn't give you your check. And I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a check? Oh, wow. And they said, yeah. And I, I of course, I accepted the check. <laughs> in, my, in my mind, I said, I would do this for free because I enjoy doing it. And that's how I, that's how I discovered my purpose. I, you know, the, the kinds of things I was doing brought energy to me. It brought life to me. It lit me up like a Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Just enjoyed doing it. And, and then I discovered I was good at doing it. And then I became aware that I wanted to hone and, and sharpen that gift more. And so all of those things began to inform me that this is where your gift lies. This is where your purpose lies. And if, you know, and if I were now intentional about uh, making that better and, and being more effective and more impactful in it, that that, that purpose would then be carried out. Mm. Okay. So do you feel like everyone, so I think you kind of touched on this a bit, that everyone has their unique purpose. And the fact that the church that we both attend um, mission is to help everybody find their individual purpose. Um, how do you feel like you have found your particular, like what steps did you take to find your particular individual purpose? And do you feel like everybody's purpose is unique to them? Well, I do, I do believe that everyone has a purpose. In terms of the uniqueness of that purpose, you know that that depends. And by that I mean, um, let's say uh, there there are people whose purpose in this world is to is to bring joy to others by singing. Well, singing wouldn't be unique to me if I were a singer because there's so many people that sing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But if that is in fact my purpose if my purpose is to bring joy and 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 contentment to people through music then music is going to be a part of what i gravitate toward it's going to be a part of what i naturally um have a bent toward and when i dive into that i discover that you know this is what fulfills me this is what brings me uh, uh hope and and encouragement and it doesn't always mean that your purpose is easy some folk um, believe or want to believe that if I'm if if this thing is my purpose, then it ought to ought to come easy. Well, that's not always true. There's some things that require work and dedication and commitment. So, with uh, being deliberate, are other qualities and characteristics that that helps us to hone uh, our our purpose. And so. Even if a thing is difficult, it doesn't mean it's not your purpose. It just means you have to stay with it, stick to it until it becomes uh, more natural. So public speaking has been one of my purposes in life. But I can't say that I was always a good public speaker. Um, there, there were things I would share that were interesting. But in order to become a, be- a better public speaker, I had to work at that craft. And that wasn't always easy. But because I wanted to be better at it, more effective with it, I wanted to be more impactful using um, that particular uh, skill set, I had to put in the work. And, you know, it's sort of like a, a, uh, a runner. 
mm-hmm. a marathon runner. You know, you're not going to wake up one day and just say, I'm going to run a marathon. You you have to prepare for that. You have to yeah. train for that. You have to get your body and your mind conditioned for that. The same is true with purpose. Once we discover our purpose, it's going to be important to, to work at it and to um, discipline ourselves to a point where we're willing to put in the necessary work to become effective using um, the skill sets that God has given us. Hmm. Okay. So I think I wholeheartedly agree with everything that you've stated. Um, I also think that, so the difference between purpose and calling, calling can be a unique thing, right? It can be, yes. So what is the difference between being called to something and having a purpose for something? So um, my my younger brother, Byron, who's also a minister, he, w- he would often say um, some are called, some were sent, and some just went. <laughs> <laughs> and when I when I think when I think about that, you know, I, I'm aware that there are times when people project on us their wishes, thoughts and ideas about what our purpose is. Mm-hmm. And and so it, it depends on where that sense of calling is coming from. Um, as a child, you know, there are people who say to you, I think you would make a, a great lawyer. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I think I think you're called to be, um, you know, a law enforcement officer or whatever, whatever they may tell you. And you may be um, inspired by that. Or you may think in my family, there are, you know, my my dad was a contractor, a construction worker. His dad was a construction worker and his dad was was a construction worker. So I must be called to be a construction worker. So sometimes calling is couched in what other people have done or what other people see in you. And many times that calling is not necessarily your calling. That may have been your dad's calling and your granddad's calling, but you may have something different. And so I always uh, challenge people to question their calling and to test it because one, a part of it at some point is going to bring a sense of fulfillment uh, to you. You're going to be satisfied that, yes, this is what um, I'm meant to do. It's going to bring you joy. It's going to bring you a sense of satisfaction. And you're going to find um, an ability to take steps that lead to success. If, you know, I, I think about Michael Jordan, who is, you know, argumentatively the, the best basketball player on the planet. And he has sons. And, of course, his sons play basketball. But none of them are as good as Michael Jordan. And if you trace their life, you discover that, you know, none of them made it to the NBA. None of them have uh, huge contracts with some uh, organization. So is basketball their calling? Well, there are people who would say, yeah, it is, because their dad's such a great basketball player. But it's going to be important for them to carve out what their calling is in the shadow of their dad. Because if they continue to try to fulfill um, a calling to basketball, they may end up miserable, dissatisfied, and unsuccessful, especially if that's not your calling. 
And so be, you know, I'm, I'm careful about the opinions and the thoughts of other people. I, I want to be sure that I've examined and tested the calling for myself. And so calling typically has something to do with the thoughts of other people. Now, there are those who say God called me, particularly when it comes to ministry. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to, to my, to my brother's, uh, my brother's quote, some are called, some are sent, and some just went. I think when God calls you to something, mm-hmm. God also equips you for the calling. And so if you're called to do something and you're not equipped, then I would question the calling. And I would then begin to, to reconsider if there's something else God intends for me to do. So if God calls me, God will equip me. Mm. Wow. That is true. Because when David was called to be the king, um, he didn't, it was based, he didn't have to go acquire any type of like skills. It was something that God has already put him through. And even though when he was called for it at a young age, he didn't get to go into the position until um, it was his time to be in that position. And the only thing that made room for him to be in that position is the talent of him being a musician or him being brave enough to go before Goliath. So that is true. I can definitely see that. Um, so now like, when it comes to purposeful and the fact that <clears throat> the church um, mission is to help other people cultivate their purpose. When it, how do you feel like you do that with the people around you, or even just because you work at the hospital? So when you meet people and they're like, and they look a bit disheveled, how do you help them hone in into their purpose, or how do you breathe life into them with God into their purpose? Well, yeah, going back to the church's mission, um, there's a key word in that in that statement gracefully guiding people into their God-given purpose is the, is the uh, mission statement. And that word gracefully is very important. So, you know, our job is not to coerce or force or, um, you know, push people uh, into a particular direction. Um, I believe that both in my professional life and in my personal life, the key to helping people discover purpose and meaning professionally or personally is through relationship. And, and, the, and the deeper and better relationships we're able to, to build, the more effective we are in helping guide people gracefully mm-hmm. toward, their, toward their purpose. And so um, going back to a, a scriptural reference, um, you know, there, there's this, there's this saying that you can, you can um, see a person who's hungry, and pray that they'll be, you know, filled. But praying that they are filled doesn't really help fill them. What fills them mm-hmm. is to give them some food, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's the relational element. And so, um, when we build relationships with people, it helps people to recognize their worth, their value, their level of importance and significance. So take it to, to, to my workplace. Um, you know, in this workplace where I work, there are really highly skilled professionals. 
um, you know, car- cardiothoracic surgeons and new- neurosurgeons and um, other professions that are very proficient and meticulous in their in their skill set. And typically, when we see those folk, we think, "Man, that's somebody special. Um, this hospital couldn't operate without them. We need them to to do what we do." But then you pass by a transporter. This is the person who may take a patient from one room to another or, or bring them to from the emergency room to uh, the x-ray uh, room or the CT scanner. Um, then I look and there are environmental service workers. These are the people who uh, clean the floors and empty the trash and um, turn over rooms when patients are discharged. And, you know, some might think, well, those folk aren't that important, you know, that you don't have to be that skilled uh, mm-hmm. to the kinds of things they're doing. And so the, the thought might be, well, they're not as important. But when you have relationship, when you are connected, you recognize that every part of the entity has value and is necessary. So take your body. Your body is connected. It is not um, disconnected. Uh, like the old uh, spiritual says, you know, the head bones connected to the neck bone, to the shoulder bone, to the back bone, to the hip bone, to the thigh bone, to the knee bone, to the leg bone, to, <laughs> you know, foot bone to the toe bone. All bones are connected and it's one entity. And if one entity is impacted, all is impacted. And so if I stub my toe, all my body knows that my, my toe has been stubbed. And my entire body is concerned about that toe. No part of my body would say that toe is not important. No mm-hmm. part of my body would say, well, just cut the toe off because that toe is not necessary. No, the whole body will help to take care of that toe because the whole body knows that toe is valuable. In a, in a similar way, within um, you know my healthcare family, doesn't matter what your job title, what your pay grade, um, what your responsibility is. If you're part of this work body, you're important. And when when you take that mindset, people then begin to see how their purpose connects with the overall purpose and that without your part, we're not strong. Without your part, we're not as good. And within the church, the same is true. The, the Bible uses the body as a a descriptive feature of how the church is to operate. And so part of helping people recognize their purpose is to point out the value of people. And we do that through relationship. Mm -hmm. So if you have a church or a business or a family that is operating, um, and, and when we recognize the level of connectivity in relationship, it helps people to, to, to sense their value. And that's a big part of understanding purpose. When a person recognizes that they, that they matter, that they're important, that they're a vital part, that then increases their ability to, to, to understand that there is purpose for their life. Mm. Okay. So then how do you also know when you're operating out of purpose? Like when you have tapped into your purpose, how do you, what gives you the clue to know, okay, this right here is not of me? Yeah, again, I think, I think some of that is just based on 
personal satisfaction that I'm in order. I'm not out of order. I'm in order. That this this is working for me. This is fulfilling me. This I'm I'm I have some level of of understanding that this is a part of what keeps me moving. This keeps me going in a good direction. I think that level of personal satisfaction is a part of it. It's not it's not exclusively that, but I think it is in fact a part of it. I think too you'll see you know, in, in time, sometimes immediately, but often over time, you'll see various results. So in short, um, if if my purpose as an apple tree, if I'm an apple tree, my purpose will be to produce apples. Mm-hmm. And if for some reason I'm not producing apples, maybe, maybe I'm not an apple tree. And so um, Jesus saw on one occasion this fig tree that had no fig. It appeared to be a fig tree, but when he got close, there were no figs. And in the in the parable, he told uh, the 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 tender of the tree said, "It's not producing figs. Cut it down." <laughs> mm. And the response to that was, "Well, before you cut it down, let's let's do some things. Let's dig around it. Let's cultivate it. Let's fertilize it. Let's water it, and let's give it a year. And if after it's producing figs, then it's done well." But if not, then we'll cut it down. And so when it comes to our purpose, there's going to be there's going to be one, I believe, this level of satisfaction that you're in order, that you're doing what you are meant to do. But beyond that, there'll be, I think, fruit from what you do. There'll be results from what you do that will also be convincing that this is my purpose. So if there are no results, I don't think that you just give up and throw in the towel, but I do think you have to question, is this really my purpose? And test it and 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 do everything you can to ensure that you've taken every step. If you believe that this is your purpose, you've taken every step to ensure that you've done everything you need to do to know. Mm-hmm. And if after a period of time, after doing all that you've done, it's still not working, it may then be that that's not your purpose and so you know being willing to test and and challenge and i say that you know this does require a strong connection with god Mm -hmm. because there are things there are times when things aren't working and we think man maybe this is, is isn't what i should be doing and what god is saying is just hang in there just hold on just don't give up I'm working on this with you. You are on the right path. It doesn't seem like it, but you hang in there. And I mentioned that in, in the uh, in the context of Joseph. You know, Joseph had this dream that his brothers would bow down to him, that he would be great. And of course, Joseph ends up in a pit, then ends up in slavery, uh, then ends up working for Potiphar, then ends up back in prison, you know, and throughout all that process and all those years, he's like, no, I thought my purpose was this. And at any point, Joseph could have said, nah, I guess that's just not meant to happen and become content um, being being a slave or content in prison or content wherever he might have been. But he didn't. He realized because of his connection to God that I'm meant for better than this. And he stayed the course. And ultimately, God rewarded that. And so even when it doesn't look like it's meant to be, 
if it is, if God has convinced you that it is, then it's, a, it's for you to stay the course until it happens. Mm. Wow. I could, it can also be the other way as well, where you can be, because I've heard of stories from somebody, some people where um, they were really successful in something and like had the, the followers they wanted or had the money they wanted. But then they found out that that's not the purpose that God has called them for. Like for me, I always, um, growing up as African, it's always either going to become a doctor, a lawyer, or both of them. There's no like um, being a pastor, just things that does not bring financial gain for yourself and the family is not considered being what being successful. So for me, I always grew up knowing I always grew up feeling like I wanted to be a lawyer because I knew that that's what my family would want. But then when I got into college and I, my life was all mapped out to so go to college and then go to law school and then practice law and then become like Senate and then Secretary of State. So when I finished, when I was about to finish college, God was like, that's not what I called you for. I didn't call you to be a lawyer. So then in that moment, I had to like reassess my life and decide if I want to live the purpose that God has created me for, or do I want to live and please my family, which in they will be pleased at the end because whatever God has called me for, is going to generate however wealth, however God sees it fit. So I feel like sometimes you have to just decide for yourself, like, am I going to live my life for God or am I going to live my life for other people? And even if it does not, because right now what I'm doing, it may not be bringing me the earthly success, but to me, I feel like the little things matter to God and it's going to bring heavenly success. I'd rather have heavenly success than have earthly success that will um, stay here when I die than success that will go with me when I die. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, yeah, it does. It does. And And, you know, Again, what you're t- what you're talking about is, and I said this in the beginning, carefully thinking through, mm-hmm. and 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 having a strategy or a plan. That's a part of purpose. And if you're not thinking through, you uh, and if you're not strategizing, if you're not developing a plan, I mean, that's what God did. Even before God created man, He realized that there was this potential man could sin. And so he devised what we call the plan of salvation before he even created man. So part of purpose is planning. And so to be thoughtful about those things, I do believe is is very, very important. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, to close out this conversation, um, for someone who it does know their purpose, but they're struggling in um, fulfilling their purpose or they're struggling with because I feel like majority of the time when we come to our walk with God we are given like the good part of how it feels to have a journey with God or how to feels to walk with God but not often are we given like okay this is it's, it, it looks nice but it's not easy there's storms that you will go through you will have temptations and you will fall a, a lot of times but you can still always get up so in the midst of knowing your purpose and you're actually strategizing to fulfill that purpose, but you are falling in the midst of it, what um, what could you tell us who are going through this thing, because we're currently going through it, for us to keep going or pushing through it? 
Yeah, well, the, the, the first thing I'd want to say to uh, your listeners is don't sabotage your own purpose. Often that's where the hardships and challenges really come in. When, when we, when we uh, self-destruct, when we put mm-hmm. obstacles in our own way, I believe you're absolutely right that there are uh, natural challenges that people face. Uh, you know, so let, let's say, um, you know, part of my purpose requires me to have a specific degree, which means I have to go to college, which means I have to pay tuition, which means I have to find a way to fund, you know, my college education. Mm-hmm. Got this obstacle of finance and education in your way. And some people take out loans, some um, manage to get scholarships, some work two and three jobs. All of those things are what I would call natural obstacles. Those you can expect and those you have to, by the grace of God, figure out how to work through them. What I would encourage people to do is not create obstacles for yourself. Do not self-destruct. Do not implode. Um, We can make choices and decisions that can delay the fulfillment of our purpose or even deny the fulfillment of our purpose. And so be intentional about having a plan and working your plan. Be intentional about staying the course and not being sidetracked or um, distracted. Um, Have a plan and surround yourself with um, with people who help elevate you rather than crabs who will pull you down. Have a plan so that you don't self-destruct. And, and that would be, for me, the biggest advice because, again, there are natural obstacles that you will face. And when you face those natural obstacles, don't be, don't be surprised by them. It's a part of life. It's a part of life experiences. There are struggles in life that we will naturally go through. There are struggles that we will naturally embrace. Know that those are there. I think that God gives us the ability to get through and over those kinds of uh, struggles and obstacles. The harder ones are the ones we create for ourselves when we make poor poor decisions, uh, when we um, make choices that that are not in the best interest of our purpose, our future. And so if we're mindful in that way, I think we'll go much further than than we would if we're not as mindful. Y'all, I'm a what? I'm a bad? Yeah, no, that's not what we say on this podcast. What do we say? I'm a goodie. And you know what that means? It is the goodie moment. Come on in, goodies. Let's talk. We're going to go to that last segment, which is um, the goodie moment. I don't know if we did this last time when you were here, but the goodie moment is basically a play on words because this generation likes to call themselves fatty and I believe that the things that you speak over yourself will resonate and will say will go out and do what you have spoken to do so instead of being bad for something I'd rather be a because God has called us to be the salt of the earth which is supposed to be a good thing so which is the goodie moment now 
out of this conversation, what is one thing that you have taken away from our conversation that um, is a goody moment for you? Uh, the, the goody moment for me is actually you. I believe, I believe that you are on purpose. I believe that what you're doing um, really energizes you and speaks to you and it allows other people to be ignited. You're, you're the match that ignites the, the, the fuse for other people. And I think that you are definitely on purpose. And I think that what you do is intentional. I believe that it is impactful. It impacts me. And I believe that there are so many others that are being impacted more than you ever know in this life. And so uh, in the kingdom, I believe that song that says, thank you for giving to the Lord. I am the life that was changed. I do believe that you're going to have multiple moments like that with people, some of which you've never met. So you keep being intentional. You keep being on purpose. You keep being determined because you are the light of the world. Thank you, Pastor. I needed to hear that. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. And do you mind close us out with um, a prayer? I would be absolutely honored to. Dear <laughs> God, we lift our heart and our voices to you to say thank you for caring enough about us that even before we were born, you were thoughtful about who we would be, what we would be, what we would do, and how we would do it. You cared enough to put joy and peace and hope in our experience. You were thoughtful enough to put the appropriate amount of challenge in our experience. And may all of those things work together for our good and to your glory. Thank you for what you're doing through Yasmin. Thank you for what you're doing through me. And I pray that we'll continue to be uh, the children of light that you've called us to be in this darkened world is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Again, you guys, you can um, find Pastor Brennan Francois. Um, where can they find you at? I don't know if you have your social medias or emails, anything like that. You want to shout it out and what so, you have coming up next. Yeah, one thing I would shout out is every Wednesday morning at 7.30, I do a, a devotional and prayer we call What's the Word? And it's, it's uh, Chosen's Midweek Ministry to help people get over the midweek hump. Uh, I lead that every Wednesday morning on Facebook Live, so you can join me there. And if you really want to catch me, catch me at Chosen every Saturday at 6 p.m. 5001 Gateway Boulevard in Grovetown, Georgia. All righty. Thank you so much again for coming. Um, when we do hope to see you again in our following seasons, Thank you, Pastor. You're welcome. Thanks for including me. God bless you. You too.